right where you got it. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Neil Rogers Show, Lauderdale. Here's your brand, honey. Brand again? It tastes so crappy. You know, I'd give my immortal soul for a brand that tastes good. I heard that. Beelzebub, Lord of the Underworld. What are you doing here? I heard you're not eating your fiber, Bob. Perhaps you'd like to try new Beelzebran. What's so great about Beelzebran? Well, one bowl of Beelzebran has all the fiber you'll need to keep regular. But the best part is, it tastes great. Wow. Besides, if you don't eat your fiber, your bowels will clog with rotting meat. Your intestines will fill with cancerous tumors and blood cells spoiled from your anus. Okay, okay, I get the point. So I'll eat my brain. There's a good fellow. Thanks, oh desolate one. <laughs> no problem. Now, about your immortal soul, Bob. Beelzebub? I'm just kidding. <laughs> because good health shouldn't cost you your soul. They're smoking it out in the Everglades. Voices. Every time you turn around, there's another one coming straight for you. Your mom, your girlfriend, your buddies, right? And somehow your voice, the one that really matters, gets buried. But man, you can't let it stay silent. And that's why the Air Force could be the place for you. You'll earn a good salary, learn from 125 jobs, and serve your country. Well, that's, that's the right... <laughs> well, it's Roy Foster's fault, okay? What was that about? He came in here and he said, uh, it was all red in the face. Well, I guess he wasn't red in the face. It's kind of hard for Roy Foster to be red in the face. Well, you know when a black guy gets red in the face? You know? But at any rate, he, like, uh, looked embarrassed, and he said to me, Oh, uh, that's, uh, you should be talking about my personal stuff on here. I said, what personal stuff? You're? He said, oh, my plumbing problem. So we take it back. Roy Foster, Roy Foster, no, he didn't care about the other thing. You keep thinking it's about that stuff with that uh, sales broad. No, he doesn't care about that. Everybody knows that. No, he's concerned that people will like uh, somehow this great ex-Dolphin player, whom we all admired when he played, although he's really badly out of shape and fat now, and we understand why he tried the Atkins diet, because he's big as a house. But at any rate, he did not shat blood. I just made that up. Not. Uh, we talked about my uh, incident on the air before, remember? Why, you shat blood? Right. And the, all these people were calling me, and the doctor on the beach was calling me. Yeah. Well, but you're not uptight and sensitive, and when you blush, sure, we can see. So we know when you're uh, offended. But when Roy blushes, we can't see it. So that echoes to show you one more good reason not to be black. Because if you're going to be sensitive and start blushing about stuff, how the hell are we supposed to be knowing it, huh? I don't be knowing it. God damn it. So Roy did not uh, crap black or, or, or green, whatever it was. Purple, red, whatever color it was. Oh, it was purple. Okay, whatever. Just uh, go upstairs and do what's your name and get out of here, Roy. Go sell some spots. Here's Deerfield. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How are you? Today? Great. Never been better. Listen, I, I just uh, stepped into the house for a minute and flipped the TV on. You should hear Pat Robertson praying for Carla Faye Tucker. The well, one, too late now. Hey, the one that's going to fry. You know, why should it be any different for the men than it is for the women? Yeah. You know, you stick an axe through someone, they're going to fry you. It has nothing to do with men or women. It has to do with that she's born again, sir. Don't you understand it? She's a born-again Christian now, and now that she's changed... So maybe O.J. will, uh, you know, see the light. Yeah, well, that's the thing. She, oh, she's all ready to go meet her maker. Good. I wish I could pull the switchers or flip it for her. Or give her the needle. Stick it to her. Yeah. Listen, have a great day, pal. You too, Neil. See you around, eh? Everywhere you go, it's the same old crap. Bunch of yentas. See, it goes to show you why we have no spots on most of the day on this station, because most of the people who are supposed to be selling and or uh, coordinating those kind of activities are busy pop, 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 doing their yenta routine. So George tells me during the last break that he's had several calls from upstairs. Upstairs meaning the uh, power structure of this joint, where all the yentas sit around all day, finger-diddling uh, each other, or themselves, or both as the case may be, or trying to get the stains off their clothing. 
And uh, people want to know, are, are you okay down there? Is there anything going on? Because Joe Costello was sitting here today, who, of course, is usually back at the other joint, getting emphysema from what's in the building. And he's just sitting here observing today in case, of course, since he's the backup, if we can say that, in case George is going to be out sick, which being here today, Joe, means uh, count on it in the next couple of weeks. Trust me, he's already planning uh, the days. But, I mean, doesn't that show you how pathetic and paranoid you assholes? And George says to me, oh, am I getting fired right now? Yeah, because he just bought a house. That would be a good time to fire his ass. Although at least Joe is circumcised, I'll say that. That was only an accident that I just dropped my cigar. <laughs> it wasn't lit, was it? No, no. I, if I'm brushing down there, it's only because it's cigar ash. Let's go to a mobile in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, what's up, Neil? How you, How you doing? doing, sir? Uh, I got a couple of quick questions for you and a couple of comments. Okay. Um, so I never heard your show before you came over to QAM, and uh, I basically listened to you a few times with an open mind. Um, I think your insight on hockey is is excellent. I think you know a lot about the game, and I, I appreciate some of the things I, I hear on, in your comments about it. Yes, sir. But, um, but as far as uh, your other comments, I mean, I'd rather you stick to sports. I don't I don't understand uh, why. Ah, you... you'd rather I stick to sports. Well, let me say this to you, sir. Again, I don't do a sports show. I don't do a hockey show. I don't do a sports show. I do the highest rated show in this market for the last 20 years, the Neil Rogers Show, and will continue doing so. Don't hang up on me. I'm not hanging up on you, but I will say this. I don't take direction from listeners, especially people who don't even know what my show is about. Okay, well, like I said, I came on board with an open mind, okay? Right. But I mean, I've been, on the air, I've been on the air now here for like five weeks, and it would seem to me that if the only part that you like hearing is the hockey stuff, which represents about 5% or uh, most of my show, that you would have been long gone by now. No, 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 I know. That's, I tune in once in a blue moon because I'm in my car a lot. I'm in sales. Yeah. So uh, I do. When I hear hockey, I keep you on. Otherwise, you know, I think you're an ignorant jackass. Yeah. And, uh... You know, I think your daily views on daily life, a lot of them are misconstrued, and you just misconstrued. Do you know what that means, sir? Do you know what yes, that I means? Do. Misconstrued. Yeah. You mean mis you misguided, misguided, misconstrued would be misunderstood. You know what that you means? You misunderstand a lot of things. And that's no, no. You, when you, you say know? the views would be misconstrued, that means that whoever would be hearing them would misunderstand them. No, no, no. Perhaps that's the problem. No, I think you don't get it. <laughs> no, you don't get it. Neil, stick to hockey, buddy. Goodbye. Hey, stick it up your ass, buddy. Goodbye. See, there's another guy that can't handle it. Another one of those real nervous Nellies. Probably in the closet. When you're looking to make your next deluxe... C-Q-A-M. Something I heard a little bit of this. Well, you can't avoid the morning show when you're in this room because it's on in the monitor. But I do avoid it in the car on the way to work. But at any rate, uh, I heard some banter about that abortion last night. This town is so dicked, I'm going to tell you right now. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, man. I have never in my life, ever, if somebody would have said to me, this is what you're going to encounter trying to go to a hockey game tonight, which you've, you know, paid good hard cold cash for those tickets because you want to go and support your team and maybe have a good time, which it turned out okay. And we get on the Hershey Highway... And they're approaching the Turnpike Toll Plaza, and now all of a sudden... Now, it usually takes me from my house to the door at the arena 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Not my favorite trip in the world, because once you get down there, it gets uh, a little dark. You know what I'm talking about? A little on the dark side. But nevertheless, uh, you park in the lot on the quarter, you run for your life, you get in the door, and you're safe, maybe. 30 minutes. An hour and 10 minutes of hell last night. Why? Because this town is dicked. That's why. You got a mayor who's on who's on hallucinogens, number one. Every day there's another story in the newspaper about fixed elections, which is the one that got him in in the first place, and they're still counting ballots and they're still ba 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 can't figure that out. They're changing the name of the county, they're trying to eliminate the city of Miami, they put it on the ballot, which they should have done, by the way. That would have been the best thing that was ever done. Eliminate the city of Miami. I'm not talking about like geographically, I'm talking about with neutron bombs. 
Get rid of it. And guess what, Mon? They're having a soccer game in the Orange Bowl last night, Mon. Get to the Turnpike Toll Plaza and traffic is backed up and we're thinking, what the hell is going on over here now all of a sudden? And you look out the window and here's all these Jamaican flags out the windows. Yeah, man. And it dawned on me that some asshole called the show yesterday morning, which you may or may not recall, and said, ah, oh, forget about hockey. They said, we got a great soccer game coming up tonight at the Orange Bowl. What other city, other than maybe, maybe Geneva, New York, what other city would have like two sporting event. First of all, the National Hockey League, or if it was the Heat, the NBA, these are professional sporting events. I don't know what kind of a bogus horse crap event this is, the Concat Calf uh, Gold Cup at the Orange Bowl. What the hell is that? With 43,000 and uh, some odd illegal aliens there doing the uh, Manja La Ganja, or whatever the hell was going on. Yeah, on. And waving the Jamaican flags out the window with, with a goddamn stupid soccer game. And by the way, guess what the final score was of this thrilling soccer game last night? No, no goal. No goal. Get out of here with this crap. The final score in a big game between Brazil and uh, Jamaica was two. No score, nothing. Get out of here with this guy. Soccer blows, and the soccer fan, get on a banana boat, okay? Go find a nice island somewhere where you can keep kicking it around that 600-yard field over and back and forth and forth and back and up and down. It blows. Nobody here gives a crap about soccer, man. Except, of course, all the 43,000 some illegal aliens who were down there watching the game. Just jamming up the Hershey Highway. Get onto I-95 in my lifetime. I have never seen such an excruciating situation. Get into the Miami Arena. Here we're playing the defending Stanley Cup champions. All these front-running phonies, of course, with their Red Wing outfits on. You know what I mean, Esther? All these phonies. And get in the arena. It's now 7 o'clock. Ordinarily, we get there 6.30 when they open the doors. 7 o'clock. Oh, yeah, the doors are wide open, all right. You walk inside, there's nobody there. Except the 200 people who come from South Day, like Mr. and Mrs. Howard Kleinberg and a few other uh, people live in South Day. That's it. Those are the only people there. And now they're pouring into the arena by the ones. The crowd was just pouring in by the ones and twos because nobody can get there. This is the goddamn Red Wings, okay? These are the Stanley Cup champions, even without Stevie Y, a pretty damn hot team. Comes 7.30, the guy comes out and sings a very grotesque rendition. I think he was a frog or something. No, he might have been a Julio because he said the Jose Can You See or something like that. A grotesque rendition of the national anthem. And now we're ready for the face-off. And here we go. McCrary's ready to drop the puck. Opening face-off. You look around. There couldn't have been 3,000 people in the stands for the start of the game. And the people are like filing in. Midway in the second period. Are you following this? Midway in the second period, I think, was finally the end of people getting into the arena because they couldn't get there because of a stupid goddamn soccer game last night. This is what you call great planning. Now, I hate to break the news to you, but the uh, NHL, after this weekend, we got a three-week hiatus for the Panthers. Now, one more home game for three weeks because of the Olympic break. And the Heat, guess what? Don't play home every night, thank God. So I am sure that if there was a little bit of coordination, which is a word not in the vocabulary in Dade County, Miami Dade, excuse me, if there was just a little bit of coordination, they might have found some other goddamn night to play their goddamn stupid horseball soccer game. Yeah, that wound up being with a score of oh, two. Oh. oh, my God. But, I mean, this is I, I can't begin to tell you I'll be the happiest human being on the face of the earth when uh, the last home game is played in the Miami Arena for the Panthers, when we finally get into that new arena in the fall and we don't have to make the trip down the Hershey Highway, down the Ho Chi Minh Trail, 
through 75 million illegal aliens on I-95, all going to some stupid goddamn soccer game with the Yamanjula Ganja. Yamanjula. With the big Jamaican flags out the window. You, you know, totally unexpected. And nobody, of course, in advance says, by the way, it's going to be a nightmare. You might want to leave a few minutes early because it's going to be a mess, baby. And needless to say, of course, the Orange Bowl exit, guess what? The, the Southwest 8th Street exit is right after where you get off to go to the arena. Right after the 395 exit is the or And they're all jamming up there. And, I mean, you're like five miles from there, and you can, like, see it almost, but you know you're never going to get there. If you live to be 200, you will never, ever get there. So my sympathies to those of you who do live in South Bay, like the Kleinbergs and a handful of others who are dumb enough to still live down there, because you're going to have a long, long trip starting next year. But you know something? We've had five years. Now the joke's on you guys. We've had five years of this real pleasant, pleasant, wonderful journey down the Hershey Highway, which, quite frankly, isn't usually that bad. But last night was the coup de grace. They were doing the coup de grace in the car. You could smell it, the, uh, the aroma, the stench of cow manure was like wafting throughout the, uh, the county. So thank you so much, all you soccer idiots, you. And you can hock a chinik, you can call up Mon, and you can give us a song and a dance about how great it was, and bada-beep, and bada-boop. It's caca. It's terminal. They can start 4,000 soccer leagues. They can have 20 million little kids running around with soccer balls. And it still ain't never going to take off in this country because it is coma-inducing. It is boring. Why don't they make the field a little bit bigger? I think that would solve the problem. How about 600 yards would be good? And then maybe once, once during a soccer match, they could actually get down in the offensive zone and get near the goal of the other team. And then by the time the game is over in two hours, then they'll be back up at the other end. Because it would accomplish the same thing that they do now. Take your soccer balls, get on a banana boat, and go back wherever the hell you want to go, okay? But don't do it here. Get rid of it. Am I making myself clear so far? Am I making myself clear? Yeah, Mark. Good. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I'm just congratulating. Oh, it's a lady in Pembroke Pines. Yes, I'm oh, very proud me? to be a Jamaican. Right. Okay, and soccer has been an international game. Soccer sucks. Yes, and this has been a long time going, long before you guys started basketball and football. I don't care about basketball okay. or football. We had a hockey game last night. Well, it started long bad. before uh, Foster Hill was a baby. You guys are jealous. You are jealous because we are all sticking together. People from all over came to see that game from England. You were England. sticking together? Maybe a little bath every now and then would help, you know? Well, you need a bat up your ass, too. A bat up my okay, ass? And if you, if I'm not you into talk baseball about, anymore. It's kind of you boring. You talk about smoking weed and ganja. If you were smoking weed and ganja, you'd be conscious of what you've been talking. Yeah. But you're talking pure shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's the promo for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it was pure shot too, not just uh I'm not just talking plain ordinary crap. I'm talking pure shot is what she said with an eye. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you so much, sweetheart. We love you. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> oh man. She said if you stick a bat up your ass it might fly right into Uranus, something like that. I wouldn't think that, that tiny Tim thing would be in here, would it? Oh that one is, but I don't have time for that whole uh... Yeah, I don't want to hear the whole thing. This is another. Oh, it is. What's that under? Old man uh, farts grown? Just under grown? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that must have been... I don't want to talk about Roy Foster again. That must have been Bubba. I'll just call him Bubba. That must have been him when he had that bleeding, oozing uh, problem from the Atkins diet, which we will not talk about on the air again until tomorrow, maybe. Why did he get upset about that? I just don't understand. Even Luann was chuckling about that. She said it was the bloodiest stool she ever sat on. I mean, saw. Here's a lady in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. 
Yes, hi. I was talking to you about the game. I'm not happy what you're saying about Jamaicans, first of all, because... Uh, what I'm saying about Jamaicans? What have I said that isn't true? What, what you said isn't true? A no, lot of no, things. What, first what? of all, you say my flag is ugly. Oh, it is. I don't criticize your... What, what's the problem with the flag? It's just boring. I mean, it's just like uh, got like one little stripe to it there. It's not so very... Is it, so is your flag in the United States. Well, our flag's got stripes and stars and bada-bing and bada-boom. It's got uh, the bombs any... bursting in air. You don't have a damn thing in, in that. that. Let me tell you something. I want to represent the grass, the green grass, the yellow sun, okay, and black of all, black people. The okay? green grass, which you're smoking. Well, Yeah. you smoke it too. I do? Yeah. I do not smoke weed, ma'am. Oh, you George don't know. George smokes a lot of weed. I'm smoking a cigar, though, right now. Well, okay. It's made, it's made from, from it. It's made, made from, from it. Cuban seed tobacco. Uh-uh. A little touch of that is in there. Okay. A little bit of pots in my yeah. room. No wonder I'm doing A little bit of everything so from Jamaica is in there. That flag bonus. is in there. Uh-huh. Okay. First of all, we should have blocked your ass on 95 so you wouldn't be able to come off. I couldn't come off on 95 and my windows aren't tinted. Good. We should have threw something in there. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm just as against the Jew as you are against Jamaicans, okay? You're against the Jews? Yes. Now, so when did I say I was against Jamaicans? I never said that. You're putting words in my mouth, but you're also coming out of the closet as being just what I said before, very narrow-minded and bigoted. No. And I'm sure you're also against the fags. No, you are just as narrow-minded. I'm sure you're just you're as, saying... as... You hate the faggots, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Why would you want to dig up in somebody's ass? Digging someone's ass? Mm -hmm. If you're a proctologist, you might. Well, Maybe you're looking for seeds to, uh, you know, plant well, in the backyard. a lot of reefer will be up in your ass pretty soon. Yeah, exactly. A big. Okay, thank you so much. She's the same bitch that called before that said that her shot didn't stick or something like that. I guess she never got with Roy Foster when he had that problem. That must not have been too, uh, well, we don't want to get into it too deeply. So there you go. She hates the Jews. She hates the fags. She hates me, of course, because I cover all that territory and lots more. But she's a wonderful Jamaican man. Yeah, man. There you go. Like I said... One-way ticket. And she don't like our flag either. How do you like that? I think it's a communista, communista. All the Cubans out there, you better watch yourselves. You're surrounded by communistas. Although you can't get the good weed. If we ever sent the Jamaicans back, you'll never get some really good weed anymore. Colombians, uh, we don't let them in. For an outstanding selection of Italian A.M. So, uh, where's the Davy Gravy line? We finally got into a topic that we should have been talking about years ago, long ago, if we only would have realized we had 600,000 Jamaicans just living here in the city of Miami alone. And two million, what is it, two and a half million Jamaicans in Dayton Broward put together? I know that includes Palm Beach. Because in this article, it's interesting, it says Brazil's fans absent. Promoters' hopes of breaking a South Florida soccer attendance record fell short. Conspicuous by their absence in Tuesday's crowd of 43,754 were Brazilian fans who in recent years have filled the Orange Bowl. Blah, 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 blah. But perhaps only 10% of Tuesday's crowd was pounding samba drums and wearing the blue, green, and yellow national colors of Brazil. So that means there were like 4,000 Brazil and 40,000 Jamaicans in that uh, Orange Bowl last night. Yeah, man. 40,000 Jamaicans? And where are the Jamaicans if they really live here, if they're not illegal aliens or came down from Alabama or wherever they're hanging out? I mean, uh, where the hell do they live? Where are these people? Have they infiltrated us very quietly? Are they busy selling weed on street corners in Little Havana? They're in Miami, the city of. And in the city uh, of Miami, selling jerk pork and jerk chicken. Is that Haitian? That's Jamaican. Yeah. Jerk. Pork, so Haitians don't jerk pork? And curry. Yeah. Haitians don't have any food at all. Well, I know they're not doing too well, but I mean, they must have some food to reproduce like that. No, but seriously, we've got the different ethnic groups. We all know about the Cubans, and there's some people love Cubans, some people hate Cubans. I love kind of like, uh, you know, the young Cubans I love a lot, the ones that listen to the show, the guys. 
And uh, and then we got, of course, our American, uh, well, we don't know what to call them anymore, just regular plain old black folks, African-American, which I hate that, just, just black guys, women, whatever, which they're okay as long as they stay put. And, uh, and of course, the Haitians, which, uh, we, like you said, they haven't got two nickels to rub together, and they're busy sewing the baseballs, which is good. That's something very productive. We like that. And they don't seem to bother anybody as long as they mind their own business and stay out of their neighborhood. And that leaves the Jamaicans, who seem to be the, the question mark ethnic group in South Florida. And today, I think we're going to find a lot more out about the Jamaicans. Yaman. Like that lady. Right. Fact, huh? They're not on welfare. They have jobs. They go to work. What do you mean they're not on welfare? Is the are you suggesting that there are others who are on welfare and don't have jobs? Is that what you'd be suggesting? Yeah, like Americans, black, white, and miscellaneous. And Cubans, Cuban Americans. No, Cubans are not on welfare. There are no Cubans on welfare. Most are ineligible anyway, like myself. Oh, and my thank family. God for that. Thank God. So I was thinking like Marielitos. They never got any food stamps or stuff when they came over here, or a driver's license right away when That's they got possible. off the banana boat. That's different. Ah, Marielito. They're probably not either. What do you mean that they're was illegal? Working? Well, that was not illegal. I'm not talking about the ones that came in illegally. I'm talking about the ones Governor Graham welcomed with open arms standing down there on the shores. So Bob Barker was standing right there next to him saying, so, I mean, come on that, down that and be sure uh... to get your uh, children spayed and neutered. But I guess they weren't listening. Okay, anyway. Let's do uh, Miramar. Hello. Miramar. Oh, God, Neil. Yes? I got a question. If that dead, born-again Christian bitch yeah. believed that heaven was like the ultimate reward and it was so much better than life on earth, yeah. why'd she try to save her own life? Oh, because they, the the excuse they were given yesterday was, well, well, she's got so much to contribute, and she still has so much work to do here. <laughs> she won't be doing no more work here, boys. She's dead. Here's a good idea. Why don't all the Christians who want to be in heaven, when they're all pickaxes, kill each other, the son, the ones that they're killing, heaven where they want to be, oh, and then right. they'll get the, the electric chair or the needle or whatever, right. and they'll be there, too. Sounds good to me. And you can start with O.J. and Johnny Cochran. Excellent. Have a good one. Okay, thank you. Can request real quick? <laughs> <laughs> what is the question? The question was about Jamaicans, but this guy's too worried about frying born-again Christians. Not a bad idea. What's wrong with that? See, the, the arrogance, that, that thing in Texas was a classic example of the arrogance of most religious groups. Not just born-again Christians or Catholics or Jews or Orthodox, whatever. But all religious groups think that because their stuff don't stink and their God is the right one, therefore we bend the rules for us. Even though she was convicted in a court of law, she killed these two people with a pickaxe, and uh, we already know, well, she was on drugs, she's got this excuse, but she found Jesus, and she's born again. And therefore, because of that, then we should make an exception. The law doesn't really count, which, of course, proves that a lot of born-again Christians think that they're above the law, like the ones who are busy bombing abortion clinics in Birmingham and elsewhere, et cetera, and so on, and in Tallahassee and Pensacola. God's law. Is right, God's law. law. That's right. God's law is above all the rest, and Cal Thomas knows God's law. Just read the uh, Sunset uh, letters to the editor this morning. Because the, the born-agains, they know what morality is, and you damn well better listen to them. Because their definition of morality is what everybody else is going to do. Good enough for the president, it's good enough for me. Here's uh, Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, hey Neil. Yes, sir. 28-year-old circumcised Jew here. And All I right. Put, I want to put my vote in for the Jamaicans. Okay. I love them. My we neighbors. do love the Jamaicans. We want them to understand that. Yes. Especially my, the ones in our neighborhood here. Hey, they're my, I have some neighbors that are Jamaicans, and they're wonderful people. Mm -hmm. And they don't smoke ganja. Yeah. We just want them to play their soccer at a more convenient time for all the rest of us. Hey, now, is Florida Panther hockey any better than Jamaican soccer right now? Yes. It is. Yes, it is. Oh, I don't know. Maybe right with... Any, any hockey, shinny hockey would be better than any kind of soccer, sir. Soccer is terminal, and there is no case to be made for it. But I don't care if there are three billion people all over the world sitting right now tearing each other's hair out over their soccer jerseys. 
soccer is terminal. Make no mistake about it. But not after a couple of nice Jamaican doobies. And yeah, right. Well, well, that goes to show you. That's all you need. Maybe for if it. they'd open up a weed concession at the arena, we'd enjoy the hockey games more. Hey, I'd run it. Okay. I'm the first. I'm the man for that job. You're hired. All right, everybody in radio Baghdad, you're douchebag. Okay, and put your yarmulke away. Have a good one. Get out of here. And your tits too. So now in the middle of the show, after getting into a big song to dance with our Jamaican friend, now Greg Reed says, "Oh, it's a great show, but guess what?" We're right in the middle of Little Jamaica here, man. And by the way, I'm leaving for the day, said Greg Reed. No doubt. He's on his way out. I mean, today. Here's a mobile in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, I'm on. You're on. Oh, hey, I've got no material, but I have a burning question. Yeah. Where and when did you get that that, uh, that copy or that uh, or manager saying, I want to bang you in the butt? You know something? Um, Robert, who's one of our board ops at the uh, station, a fine American, brought it in. He brought in a tape that had all this stuff in it. And I've been wondering that myself. I wonder the context. I keep asking myself, what conversation was going on on the air when yeah, Andrew exactly. said, I want to bang you in the butt, honey. And George evidently Locker room interview. It was a locker room interview? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'll bet it was. With Danny Boy is what I heard. That's rich. Well, thanks a lot, Neil. Okay, pal. See you later. In fact, it was he was talking to Josh Friedman when he said, Oh, my God, your breasts are beautiful. That was my...